Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host back again, Michael Lavera, here with another podcast for the week. What up, man? Uh, my bad, I couldn't have a podcast last week. Power went out. That was it. I'm poor. I ain't got no generator or nothing like that. I ain't the Jetsons. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just uh, power went out, man. But never mind that, man. Uh, congratulations to the Chiefs. I enjoy watching them celebrate. I feel like I'm, you know. Gave me flashbacks. What's supposed to happen? Darn you. Darn you. Darn you, Bill Belichick. Um, guy <laughs> didn't know what to say. I'm like, wasn't his fault. I felt sad. Like, I was watching it. I'm like, man, this is what it was supposed to be like. Oh, man. My boy, my home's living the life. And, I, and I'm proud of him. Enjoy it. Me Enjoy too. it. Um, uh, as y'all know, man, always have a special guest on the podcast, man. Today is no exception, man. Y'all know him as my mentor. Y'all know him as my brother. Y'all know him as one of the founding members of Four Home Field Advantage. Y'all know him as one of the greatest men alive, son. <laughs> <laughs> my dog, my brother, Marlon. What's up, bro? Nothing much, man. Chilling. Can't I, complain. All right, man. Before we start the podcast, I always start. I always say it. 2020, I'm starting the podcast with love, man. Just want to say I love you, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always looked out for each other. And I always appreciate that. I love you too, man. Uh, we'll get started, man. I'm gonna start off with a rant, man. Cleanse myself because <clears throat> I got some beef. All right. Um, and this has nothing to do with sports. It has all to do with all the podcasts that are out there. I am super excited. I love listening to podcasts. At this point, this is all I listen to every day. Like podcasts after podcasts. Like I'm finding new podcasts to listen to. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But I enjoy finding them. Um, even YouTube, all this content, man, is really great. Uh, someone reached out to me and they had a offer for me to do some advertising. The offer was menial and they broke down my numbers and I was like, I, I want podcasters and people who create content to value your creation over the numbers it's producing. Be patient. Like, I'm not saying I'm the greatest or if this is ever going to impact and make a crazy amount of money, but I enjoy creating it. And you cannot buy my creation for, I ain't going to say the number, but you know what I'm saying? Whatever dollar value you putting on my numbers, you can't do it. And I understand that that's the, that's the savage race right now. Everybody's looking at numbers and saying where the numbers at, that's the people we want to go to. no, when you come to me, you're coming to me for creation. You're coming to me for content. You're coming to me for the people that I can influence. Everybody that I give free publicity to uh, on this podcast have seen somebody come from me to their to their podcast, to their business, everything. That's what my power is. You're going to have to pony up for that. All right? I'm not sitting up here saying this is what I do. I do it for the money. I'm just saying there's a lot of podcasters out there that, that get numbers because they're popular. 
There are a lot of podcasters that get numbers because they do clickbait. There's a lot of podcasters or content creators that get numbers just because they get one person that has some kind of influence, but they're not real content creators. All right. You, I can sit on here and regurgitate first take all day, but I don't want to. I can sit here and regurgitate undisputed all day, but I don't want to. Skip. <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and talk about the Cowboys, LeBron, Tom Brady, <laughs> and then one other story. Like, that's not what I want to do with my podcast. So I put effort into creating something. I don't just throw out topics. I see what I want to do. I spin topics. And I just find it weird that some of the people like, oh, you've been doing it for this long? Why you haven't gotten this advertisement? Now, I turned down way more than y'all think. I've turned down opportunities. I've turned down getting on the radio because that's not what I want to do. I had an opportunity to start learning radio overnight. I wasn't going to leave my family overnight. So I turned it down. You have to know your value. And I thought about this rent when I asked Marlon to come on this podcast, because one thing Marlon has always done, he's always created content. Always. You have always been a creator. You are, even if it's just four people in a room, you're going to create something for them <laughs> to impact them. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is value. Yes, you can go out there and get on stage and probably say the same thing everybody else said. You know what's crazy these days? Dating. It's hard. Like, yeah, everybody says that, but can you be a real creator? I'm speaking about, like, comedians. And when you're doing a podcast or YouTube videos or uh, any of this stuff, Instagram videos, put some creation behind it and make people value that. Don't just give them numbers. Cause them numbers, they lowballing y'all. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and you feel it. Cause I guarantee you, once you sell that, you be like, Oh yeah, I got an advertiser and you get that money. You realize that money ain't nothing. So what are you going to do after that? Give them more numbers, give them more content, Always make sure you value what you want to value when you create content and watch out for the fake content creators. Cause there's a lot of people like I listen to some sport podcast. Y'all just regurgitate whatever's on ESPN. Like how many ways are we going to talk about how the all-star game was impactful this year? Or I noticed y'all podcasts, you know, the ones that send over here still talking about Kobe three weeks later, you're nasty. You're nasty because you're using that man's death and he got a whole family still mourning, but you just want them clicks. I see you out there. I'm going to get off my high horse because this ain't nothing but a lowly podcast. And I see the people that listen to me and I appreciate it. And I know the people that support me and I appreciate it. But man, some of y'all nasty out here and y'all selling your content for nothing. So just be wary. Value your content, value your creation. That's it. That's all I got. I don't think I was too mean. <clears throat> no, I, I, very sound take. But for real though, y'all, <laughs> y'all just creating these uh, podcast, YouTube videos, six, seven of them about Kobe and his devs. Y'all nasty. That's nasty, boy. Y'all, y'all could at least give it a few months. Y'all, <laughs> he just got buried this week. Y'all creating theory videos. I seen it. Y'all nasty. I'm gonna block y'all. And report y'all. Violation of my sanity. All right, man. Uh Marlon, you got a uh rant for us? 
I actually do have a rant. My rant is it is involving sports. <clears throat> um, so I I was sitting down one day listening to Rob Manford talk about the the um sign stealing allegations. Well, not allegations. Not the sign stealing crime. I guess right. Can't tell people who Rob Manford. Rob Manford is the uh, commissioner of Major League Baseball. So. I am very upset with Rob Manfred because of the simple fact I was rooting for him. He was modernizing the game. He was going to take it from where Bud Selig had it at because Bud Selig was kind of a little bit old school. He was. You know, for his, his time, you know. And, but the bottom line, this, this guy had all the potential in the world. He had a big-time scandal that has happened in his league, and you had the audacity to say that the World Series trophy is nothing but metal. And you say that knowing that players, when you play a sport, you are playing for the end goal. I don't care if the end goal is a bottle of vodka. If that's your end goal and everybody's on the same page to get to that end goal, that is the goal. You do not diminish your the, the prize of your league. That's just like Adam Silver coming out and saying the Larry O'Brien trophy is just a gold trophy that's probably not even real gold, which yeah, it probably be isn't. That'll be you nuts. know, or um, now the now the most archaic um, commissioner in in, in foot, I mean in sports is um who hockey? No, uh, Gary Bettman. Uh, he don't even count anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, Roger Goodell. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's just like him coming out saying that the Vince Lombardi trophy that people are we have seen people die, people get paralyzed. You know, we've seen people have to retire early all because they was chasing that ultimate dream along with their teammates. And you have the audacity to belittle that trophy. I remember as a kid, I saw Tom Browning. He was pitching for the Cincinnati Reds. He threw a pitch. His arm snapped. And would you tell him that he was pitching just for a piece of metal? Mm. I think it's asinine that you would say something like that, and I think that you need to. Matter of fact, it's a lot of you people involved in this situation that need to re-alter your words. That's all I got. Man, that was hitting. Speaking of re-altering words, <laughs> we might as well talk about it. Oh my God, Donald Sterling Senior. <laughs> <laughs> he has AIDS. <laughs> that dude. Oh my God! I don't even know what is his name. Um, Jim. What is it? Jim Nance. Is it I Jim have Nance? no idea. Cause you know, like, I y'all love. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Houston Astros. Of course, if you if you've been under a rock, the Houston Astros. Um, you know they got caught cheating. Uh, I don't even let me let me say it because I don't want to put words. They got caught stealing signs in a way that the league has said you cannot do. They broke the rules, as he said. Um, and they did a press conference. Usually press conference is perfect for a team, especially when the owner comes out, because we know we're finna do some real damage control. Jim Crane. Jim Crane. Uh there was no damage control. <laughs> he threw gas on the <laughs> fire, man. <laughs> it is burning. The Astros are burning right now. Uh, um, where do we start? Man, I would never go and put my feet on Eddie's couch. <laughs> I, I I remember putting my feet on Eddie's couch. 
That's basically what. He that's basically did. what he did. Uh, what was he asked? He was asked. Did the scan? Uh, he said the scandal. I don't remember what he was asked. He said he, the it didn't impact the game. Correct. And then two seconds later, he says, "I didn't say it didn't <laughs> impact the game." I might have to find that clip and insert it. Oh my god, that was. You know, I was I was at work, and I was um. I was I don't I don't like to say what I do on on um, public airways, but yeah. I was in I was in a location where a TV was at. Yeah. And while I'm while I'm doing my thing, I can hear the press conference in the background. And when I heard him when I heard him say, I didn't say that. I turned around, <laughs> looked at the, looked at the TV. I was like, what? I want I wanted someone. I was I've been looking everywhere. I want to see the reporters' faces. Me too. I want to see the reporters' faces when they, they probably was like, "Oh, well, we got some here." And the first thing I thought about when he said that was Rick James. That's <laughs> yeah. the first thing I yeah. thought about. Yeah, you ever uh, see on TV how somebody might be talking to a shrink and like they'll say something and then the shrink start writing. They be like, "Hey, what you writing?" <laughs> I feel like that happened. Like as soon as he said it, he probably saw all the reporters' head go down and start writing. He probably was like, "What? What? What are y'all writing?" <laughs> Because you're stupid. Oh, uh, I will say this: <clears throat> it was very clear he went in there with no plan, which is weird because I didn't even know that this was broken in November. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Yeah, it got the story got broken in November that the Astros were stealing signs using technology, and you know it, the hammer just came down. What January or the de- de- end of December? Mm. Somewhere around there. Yeah, and. Y'all had all this time. When it broke in November, you should have been with PR. Hey, how we gonna hey, let's prepare. You didn't prepare nothing. They should have called it uh, Olivia Pope. I'm somebody. That's what Michael Vick did. I'm telling you. I didn't know that. They need, they need somebody to spin, spin, spin. Oh my god. That was very bad. This is bad. Um, the fact that you got up there regular dress, <laughs> basically said, hey. Some of the players are gonna say something. We're gonna make Dusty say, "Dusty wasn't even there." And I felt so bad because Dusty Baker is one of my favorite managers of all time. Absolutely, yeah. and I felt so bad for him. And he looked lost up there. Like, he, why am I up here? He was turned to the left. Like <laughs> he he was he looked straight at all. Uh-uh. You can tell. Like I'm gonna tell you right now, Dusty Baker just getting a check. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because Dusty Baker has to be at least seven seventy. He's up there. And he don't I mean, look like he used to. In his best days, as far as being a manager and uh, the tech, you know, it look being a, a baseball manager in today's time is a lot different than 15 years ago because there is a lot of technology involved. There, there are a lot more situational things involved. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I don't think, and 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 I'm not this. I'm not saying. I mean, he was just with the Nationals a few years ago, but. And they kind of felt like the times were passing him by in, in with the Nationals as well. Right. <laughs> but, man, either way, he just getting a check, and he didn't want to be up there that day because oh. his, his head stayed turned to the left all the time. I'm telling you, yeah, if you go look wanna. at it. But my, my question is, so answer me this, why did he need to be there? Nobody answered that. Why did he need to be there if he wasn't even – I mean, if anything, bring him in the end and say, hey, here's what we're doing moving forward. But that's it. He's seventy. Um, yeah, I think that's the only reason you would want him up there, like just to 
you know, just to be able to talk about how, like, how it's going to be going forward and things of that nature. But, um, it, it also, I don't know if a lot of people caught on to this from that press conference. It made me, when I looked at how Dusty was totally turned away from the owner, I said he really dealt with the general manager. Mm. And you can tell that the owner is probably pretty hands off. Well, he said it. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. That was his word. His favorite phrase was, I wasn't a part of the investigation. Um, It's on leadership. And I don't know. But I'm going to be more involved. That's that's all he said at the whole conference. They don't want him there. Because <laughs> I'm, te- I'm telling you, he, he's going to be like that. Um, like that uncle that comes over that wants to, you don't, you don't know how to watch this. Let me show you how to watch this. And you've been watching this. Like, he's going to be like that <laughs> uncle that just gets in the way. I mean, he's already in the way. Oh, my you God. You made this worse. All those players had to sit back and say, this is worse. The two players that were up there, they had to be like, why are we doing this? I actually thought that I thought it was already really bad um, just from the, the sign of opening from the opening of spring training, I thought it was bad just because I listened to so many Astros players apologize for what happened. Yeah. And I'm like, you can tell that their apologies was like BS to me. I mean, it was just like, you know, well, I'm really, really sorry about, about what happened. And you know, but, but we really play hard. We, 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 we really did. We, you know, like, you know, and then, oh my God. And I love Justin Verlander. I am such a Justin Verlander, Verlander fan. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to apologize for everything that happened. I, I, I should have spoke out more. I should have said more. Dude. Okay. <laughs> they said a bunch of them. Listen, let me tell you that everything that I've heard from this Astros organization has been my bad, but we still got that ring, though. Yeah. And that was evident. And in my opinion, I thought that this press conference should have been the owner spinning that some kind of way. Talk about how hard these guys uh, work. Talk about the fact that they was away from their families. Talk about the fact that they was working 15, 16. You know, all them games they play. I mean, baseball plays an absurd amount of games. 162. Talk about that. Instead, you sat up there like, <laughs> I wasn't a part of the investigation. It didn't impact the game, but it did. But it didn't. And I ain't say it did or didn't. <laughs> like, that was that was terrible. Uh, somebody made an excellent point. They said, whenever there's a press conference, there should be a theme of the press conference. And I thought about it. I said, what, should, what was the theme? What did I think the theme should have been? I thought the theme should have been, um, we understand what everyone's talking about. We are addressing everything, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like we are handling everything now, and it's a continual work in pro- progress. Instead, this this press conference came off as, "Hey, we need to move to move past this," and he said that several times. Well, I just can't wait to move past this. <laughs> well, we can't because you just messed it up for everybody. <laughs> like it got worse. And and also um, another person who come off. I don't know how bad it's going to be for him, but Garrett Cole, he just signed a mega deal with the New York Yankees. So twofold, <clears throat> excuse me, twofold situation here. Now I'm not saying that sign stealing doesn't help. It does help. I 
I actually think that the handling of the scandal is worse than the actual crime itself. Yeah. That's my opinion. And it was meant to be that, though. So Garrett Cole literally came out and said, oh, I, I wasn't doing all that. I, I they, they didn't do that when I was pitching. <laughs> so you're telling me right. it's 27 players on a roster that you travel with every day. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're, you're going to be able to tell these other 26 guys, hey, don't do that when I'm pitching. Mm-mm. I'm not with mm-hmm. that. Now, I actually think he came out and said that because the caveat is, could the Yankees void his contract? Because if you really think about it, I mean, he lied. It's a scandal. So, I mean, yeah, but. But if you think about it, if I'm the New York Yankees, I'm sitting up there saying to myself, hmm, is he really a good pitcher or was it the system that they had in place? I think he's okay just because he's a pitcher, and I think for the most part, this little scandal affect the, the no, hitting, it, right? It can, aff- yeah. But think about it. If you are in, so baseball is a is an adjustment game, yes, more than anything. So, and adjustment and situations. So we learned that uh, in the playoffs with the Braves. Correct. We didn't make any. <laughs> got it. Shout out to Brian Snicker. He just got an extension. Um, uh, what? Oh, okay. He's, ah, he's a good coach, man. Um, not great. He's typical Bobby right. Cox. Right. Station to station and anyway. Um when you when you think about like a man on first, mm-hmm. Garrett Cole's left handed I think he's left handed. Yeah, he's left handed pitcher. No, he's right. In either way, it doesn't matter what hand he is, but I do think he's left handed. Um he's pitching that's a situation. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And if you're still in signs, you kind of know what they're gonna do with a bat, a right-handed batter up I there. Got what and, you're right. I got what so you're yeah, it, it's like people think baseball is very slow, and I get it. But baseball has so many integral things yeah. that you have to pay yeah, attention to. So you know, it, it just makes you think. Like, eh, can can he really pitch? Or does yeah. he need the system? Yeah. You know. That's why. That's why I thought. <clears throat> I thought this owner had an opportunity to really spin this into reminding everybody of the work it takes to do the things that the Astros <coughs> did. Excuse me. Because yeah. if, even if you watch some of the um, clips that they do, which, first of all, I don't know how more teams didn't know, they were bamming on that trash can loud. <laughs> like <laughs> It was like a little kid bamming on it. Uh, but even then, like it would be like, bam, and it was time to hit. Uh-huh. Like you still have to be a, you still have to hit the pitch. You still have to, you know, be alert. Like that was a split second decision. Yep. Focus on that instead. You just I, he just butchered it. He just butchered it. Um, I thought the Astros failed miserably, and it's gonna affect the players. It's already affecting the players. Their own fans are turning on them because they're embarrassed. I'm going to tell you this, something that Barry Bonds always said. <clears throat> I know, bringing him up in the scandal, right? Um, but it's so true. It doesn't matter what these players do, whether they enhance their bodies, whether they come up with some kind of way to, to, to steal signs, do whatever. You are considered an all-time great in baseball if you hit a ball 30% of the time. Mm. Do you know that's such a low number? Yeah. If you shot thirty percent from the field in the NBA, you're probably not in. You're probably not in there. 
<laughs> if you or you're Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> Well, yeah. <laughs> or if you completed 30% of your passes, you're probably yeah. a backup yeah. at best. Absolutely. So that's just to let you know how hard it is to hit a baseball. Um, I, I'm just really I'm really shocked at the outrage. No, I'm not shocked at the outrage because it's how it's been handled. But, you know, when this scandal first broke, nobody was really like up in arms about it. Cause I didn't even I didn't even know <clears throat> I didn't even notice I didn't know that it broke in November. I had no clue. Dude, I'm gonna tell you. Since I've been playing baseball as a kid, that's what we do. You steal signs. You're paying attention <clears throat> to, to see what are the tendencies of the pitcher. See what the coach is doing. Yeah, little cues. All that. Yeah. And, we, and you know what? I don't think people understand that. That's a part of the game. That's a part of the game. And they're not the only team that does it. They just the only team that probably won that was doing it. Yeah, well, and then when it all happened, I I went and did research because, like I said, I'm not I'm not connected to baseball as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. When I went and did research, I found out about the Red Sox, and they got caught for the same thing, which is using technology to do it. And <clears throat> baseball came out and said, "We're gonna get you a slap on the wrist, but the next team that do this, we gonna rain down on you." I- and the and the Astros. Did it and got caught. Well, actually, it's the other way around because Astros won in 17. Red Sox won in 18. So, they did win back-to-back. Oh, I, back. I thought it was <clears throat> – No. It was – it's back-to-back. But here's the here's the thing. When you look at both teams' rosters, I don't care what sport, cream rises to the top. Yeah, 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 of course. Both teams are super talented. Do you think it would matter – if the Pittsburgh Pirates were still in signs. No. They ain't been good since Barry left. Right. Well, I mean, they've had no, their little had runs, been. but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it it, it I, I just feel like the McCutcheon? Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. He's in San Francisco, yeah, I believe. Um <clears throat> Yeah, you're right. You know, like to me, like I I think a, a bigger argument would be steroids. Over this. And I don't even think steroid is a big issue. Let me explain why I say that. Because it's still the hardest thing in the world to do is to hit a, hit a baseball. Now, with that steroid being said. Steroid never the issue for me, but go ahead. But, but with that being said, it can take a, a line drive hitter who hits doubles and singles or whatever, like Rafael Palmero, and turn you into a 37, 38 home run per year type hitter. Right. Because there's a difference in hitting the ball off the, off the wall and hitting it over the wall. Mm. Outside of that, though, like, I, I just don't see. I get what you're saying. It's like, <clears throat> was the scandal that impactful to, to the game? I don't think it was. I agree. I don't think it was, but I do think that it did give you a competitive edge that other teams were not privy to. And I think that's where the cheating comes in the, uh, or the, the notice of cheating. We used to, well, we used to work at together, and I think you was there at this time when we used to get, um, you may not have been there, I'm not sure, but we used to get like baseball baseball scouts that would come and stay with us. And there was this old man. I used to have his, right before I got there. I used to have his car. He he was a scout for the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to, he's probably, you know, God bless the dead, I'm pretty sure he's deceased now because he had to be about 70 <laughs> something at that time. Oh, yeah. Right. So, 
but he was a great guy. He used to always come in there and talk to me, and we would talk baseball all the time. And he would tell me, oh, I won't mention players. He's, oh, this player takes greenies. And greenies was just like uh, a ball of caffeine. Yeah. You know, or this player, yeah, I've heard this player took this and this player took that. And a lot of these players, the only one that he's ever mentioned to me that he said he thought took something, what two actually? Maguire and Buns. Everybody else that he ever mentioned, they they what they weren't in the report. Yeah. It was nowhere. Yeah. You know, I mean everybody knew about Conseco. Like you ain't even gotta be an insider <laughs> to know about Jose Conseco. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and and I'm with you. I, I just think for one to get caught after to get caught after Major League say the next person, well you got you got what they said they were gonna do. I think players should have been suspended though. I I, I think that That's on the owner to do though. He's not gonna do it. That that's his money. That, yeah. And I don't think it's fair to for everybody to say the commissioner should have did it. I I think he should have. Well then you go to war with the union. And he should have. Because so? I'm gonna tell you why. I don't know if I would have went to war with the union over this. I would have. You wanna know why? Because there's a certain person that came to my mind after Rick James. Who's that? And I said to myself about this person. I said, "Dang, I I actually I'm I'm gonna read what I text a friend because um, a friend of mine hit me up when all this stuff came out. That's interesting though." Actually, I can't read it because it has uh, foul language. But in, <laughs> I, I was saying, um, I said, man, you know, you know who should be pissed off and who should look at this as an opportunity? Who is that? Pete Rose. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I've been an advocate that Pete Rose. Like, y'all got to let it go. If like. Th- Pete it, Rose should absolutely have an issue with this. I was, think he does, though. I think he came out and said something is shoeless joe jackson in the hall of fame i ain't gonna act like i know who shoeless joe jackson is <laughs> um yeah i i think pete rose actually came out and said something recently and was asking that um that he should be reinstated i mean he'd be an idiot not to say anything he should i mean i think he should no no matter what there's been scandals in baseball. Um, this is not a huge one, but the handling of it, like I said, I ain't got no problem with Major League Baseball. The handling of it from the Astros has been every which way. And to see it being handled like that in the last four or five weeks, when you had since November to figure out y'all's storyline, is nuts. Actually, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Shoeless Joe Jackson was um, someone that was – known for throwing the world series oh oh, um in big time scandal but i was just looking at it it's called a black salt scandal if you ever want to read over it and they pretty much were just saying that um now his time is now he's dead yeah. obviously i mean he was in the world series in 1919 he's still alive just put him in because he's alive <laughs> but yeah um yeah pete rose is uh i'm looking at the cbs sports he it did ask Major League Baseball for a reinstatement in the wake of the, the cheating scandal. This is a great opportunity for him to ask for it. He did it wrong. What do you, you mean? I think that he should have been more strategic. I think he should have lawyered up. Oh, yeah. And, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, to, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. to just go ask, it's kind of like. Don't, yeah. 
it's kind of like like you know you just saw something bad happening it's like you're gonna come knock on the door like hey can i get in yeah you know? no i don't work. <laughs> yeah. i feel bad for drew pearson it don't, right. it don't work like that. that that's just my opinion i'm with you all right man that that was it uh if y'all get a chance go watch it it's hysterical that that press conference looks like a terrible press conference like it, it's a PR nightmare, and it, it sometimes it's good to go look at the the crash on the and, side of the road. And those whiny players that spoke out against it, you know. I think Nick Markakis came out today, and, and I love Nick Markakis, but he wrong, he wrong. Markakis, he said, crowd, he yeah. said, throw him a beating. Oh yeah, they should, they should, they deserve a beating. Um, yeah, and Mike Trout, look, I'm gonna tell y'all something about Mike Trout. He is the face of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Everybody loves him, so on and so forth. This brother barely makes the playoffs. Yeah. You can't – I don't understand why they're force-feeding people Mike Trout. Bryce Harper has been to the playoffs way more, probably two or three times more. Mike Mike Trout, he does put up phenomenal numbers, but it's just like in basketball. If you – Play for the shoot, if you play for the Hawks right now, they gonna come in here, let Trey Young do his thing, but they still gonna get the win. Yeah, that's how Mike. That's how Mike Trout is. He's he's Trey Young. Wow. Anyway, I apologize. That was part of my other. Oh, rant. Trey, one minute, Trey. Oh, I love Trigger. Trey. Trigger. Uh, let's switch to basketball, man. NBA trade deadline came about. Uh, me and you have always been people that be like, this is the year where it's gonna go crazy, and this is the year where it went crazy, like. The, the the league is being reshaped, and it didn't stop at the trade deadline. I want to go through some trade deadlines real quick, uh, some deals, and see if you <clears> hate it or love it. Okay. Um, let's start with what many people think is a real contender in the Eastern Conference. That's why I want to start with them in the Miami Heat. They acquired Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill. Gave up Justice Winslow to the Grizzlies, James Johnson to the Timberwolves. Deion Waiters to the Grizzlies, and uh, Timberwolves gave up Gorgie Deang, and he went to Memphis as well. I, I could have said that way better. Sorry if y'all, that was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Heat got Iguodala, Crowder, Solomon Hill. The Boom. Grizzlies got Justin Winslow, Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, Gorgie Deang. Timberwolves got James Johnson. You love it or hate it? I love it for Miami. I love it for Miami, too. It's pretty decent for Memphis. Don't know what Minnesota gets out of it. Uh, I think I think <clears throat> that trade was to help facilitate getting um, D'Lo. D'Lo, which we'll talk about a little later. So, yeah, I love it for the Heat. Um, not per se for the Andre Iguodala. I know he's for the playoffs, but he is old. Yeah, He showed he was old last playoffs. Um, but him and Jay Crowder, along with what they already got – you that's not gonna be an easy out. Miami no. is not gonna be an easy out with Bam and and uh why is his name? Tyler Hero, yeah, Dunn. Um who else is there? I mean they they they're stacked. Um yeah, it, it, it's it's full. The kid from Michigan. Yeah, this is a tough <clears throat> team. This is not gonna be a tough out. And if you go up against them playing soft and talk to you, Philly, you're gonna lose. I'm gonna tell you something else that nobody thought about with this trade. What's that? You know, Crowder, Crowder gonna free up uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and Jimmy can he can concentrate on offense. Y'all don't want them problems. I believe they're gonna deploy a a squad that that has Iguodala, Crowder, Butler, and Bam on the court together. Yeah, 
That's Crowder can play four now. He's a big. Yeah, he is. He's a solid dude. Yeah. Man, that's gonna be a tough team. So yeah, I loved it for the Heat. Um, Grizzlies, man, they they in they in limbo, but they get a young talent to Justice Winslow. I want to say he's like twenty four. Ball handler. Yeah. Um, point four, true point. Great, four. great defender. Yeah. He just couldn't shoot. Crowder yeah. can shoot. That's the only difference. Yeah. Uh, cut cut your ties with Deion Waiters, and you good. They already cut him. Oh, they did. Yeah, I'm trying okay, to. Good. Yeah. I think he may have even got picked up, but I know he got cut though. I'm surprised he got picked up because boy, he. And I like Gorgie Dang. I've always liked him since Louisville. Yep. Um, I thought he was misused in Timberwolves because he didn't match with Cat. Um, I actually will hope that Gorgie Dang would go to Golden State. We'll talk about that later. But um, that's a good player, man. What's calling? Ain't no uh, good center. defender. What's my guy in the Grizzlies? Jaron Jackson Jr. No, they been having. Yeah, they do play him at the five. That, yeah, uh, it's he don't nice. Need to play in the <clears throat> he don't need to play at the five. Mm-mm. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Timberwolves and Warriors. We keep mentioning it. Uh, the Warriors got Andrew Wiggins, uh, a 2021 first round pick that was top three protected, a second round pick in 2021 as well. And uh, the Timberwolves got D'Angelo Russell, Omari Spellman, and Jacob <laughs> Evans. <laughs> we laughing at Omari Spellman because. Boy, it's like the Hawks realized they had damage good and he'd been shipped around. Um, hate it or love it. I actually love that trade for Golden State. I hated it at first, but I, I like it now. I oh my love God. it for both teams. I don't love it for Minnesota. I love it Why? for I love it because I love D Yeah. And I well, okay. Uh, def- I think they're gonna be really bad next year. Also, they don't play defense. Who Timberwolves? Yeah, you know, okay. uh, Carl Anthony Towns, and I'm not trying to regurgitate. You know what I see, uh, what I've heard. I just noticed because I watched the game. He does not play anywhere near the paint. I hear people talk all the time about Joel Embiid not being in the paint. Joel Embiid has a reason why he's not in the paint. What is Carl Anthony Towns' reason? Well, Carl Anthony Towns couldn't be in the paint either. Why? He was playing with Andrew Wiggins. No, 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 no. He's the best player oh, on I, that I, team. I agree with what you saying. Yeah, and, yeah. and he wasn't like that last year. Last year he was down he was there. In the paint. He was in right. The paint. So no, no, no. That that's I. Mm, I I'm not a. I, I like I like Cat. I, I hate the fact that people reference him to Tim Duncan. Because Tim oh Duncan, God, who does that? I've heard a lot of NBA players come out and say he's, uh, you know, he's Tim Duncan. He has the skill set of Anthony Davis. And and but um, it's just not. I love there. I love Stephen Jackson. Please don't ever beat me up if you meet me because I know you got hands. But he calls him Tim Duncan on steroids. No, no, I apologize. He says that about Anthony Davis. Okay, um, yeah. which is still wrong. Carl Anthony Towns reminds <clears throat> me of Anthony Davis that doesn't try, like a lazy one, like a sleepy Anthony Davis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like this trade for the Timberwolves because Carl Anthony Davis Towns was on the way out. And I think Minnesota is not ready to cut ties with their uh, franchise guy. Is that a bad thing? It's a small market and you got a franchise guy. That's never easy to cut ties with. Mm, I will take my chances. I mean, yeah, but that's a big risk. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, I get move, it. Moving on from a, <clears throat> you ain't New York, you ain't Chicago, you ain't L.A. It's very hard to move on for somebody like that. I It wouldn't have been, been hard for me. I mean, look at – I'm just sorry. It wouldn't have been hard for I me. I feel you, but look at look at Washington Wizards and in, in the situation they're in. Because they could not cut ties with John Wall. Not but even, they should have. Uh, they should have. But people, you know, look, and people. 
wanted to go at one point. But people sleep on John Wall. John Wall, they they was in the they've been in the playoffs a lot with yeah, John Wall. John Wall's really good. But when John Wall wanted to go, I thought that was an opportunity for them because his contract was coming up. But my my question to you is, why would you cut ties from someone that is perennially putting you in playoff contention? Now, do you add, and what they have never done is really add the type of personnel around John Wall that he needed with the exception of Bradley Beal. He needs shooters. If you put him out there with Bill and Bertans, I guarantee you there'd be a seven seed this season. I thought they really tried with Otto Porter and and Kelly Oubre, and they just never clicked. I don't think they had great coaching. That's very true, and I ain't gonna argue that one bit. (laughs) But I mean, like, if you put him out there with Bertans and 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 um and Bill this season, and he's at his best, yeah, they would be a seven seed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the East ain't that good anyway. So, but yeah, he would yeah. Be, he would be there. He would be there absolutely. He's I would take a healthy John Wall, pre-injury John Wall over Bradley Beal. I just I just know that some teams got to make business decisions. Yeah, and when you're small, I mean, we're we're in Atlanta. Hawks is one. You always got to think of those things. I think for them, Timberwolves were not ready to let go of Carl Anthony Towns. Go get D'Angelo Russell. You make your guy happy until he ain't your guy no more. Dude, but that that can set your franchise back though. It it's a gamble. Can. It's a, I, I just personally would. I, I would, think it will set this franchise back. I just would have clean slated the whole thing. Unless Culver shows up to become that that utility guy that I think he can be. And now you're gonna retard the growth of Culver. Oh, absolutely, because you gotta take the ball out of his hand. Because D'Lo is like he's pick and roll, he's pick and pop. Yeah. yeah. Well, he learned different in the Warriors. Um. He did. He did. He started to play. He started to play away from the pick and roll. He bought in. I give it. What's, but what's him? What What makes D'Lo at his best is what? Oh yeah, yeah. Pick and roll, pick and roll. Every play, fifty percent if you can, and that's gonna be good for Wiggins. I mean, uh, not Wiggins. Um, call into town. Pick and roll. Pick and roll is gonna be great. I will say the Warriors. I was not happy at first. I was like, this is Andrew Wiggins. I've already wrote him off. And then somebody's put up a picture and said the Warriors have already had Andrew Wiggins, and they put up a picture of Harrison Barnes. And I said, well, wait a minute. Well, I'm looking at this different then. Andrew Wiggins can more can do way more than Harrison Barnes could. It's an athletic version yeah. of Harrison Barnes. I mean, so, I mean, like this this kid, like this kid was compared to Kobe Bryant. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying they made a mistake. That that definitely was a mistake, but. Let's look at he number. Didn't get a fair shot. Let's look at number eight, Kobe. Though, wasn't a great shooter initially. Super athletic, you know, can do all these things. That was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds like Andrew Wiggins. He just didn't have the right. He just ain't been in the right culture. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins definitely wasn't in the right culture. I thought really initially, me and you both said he really should have stayed in Cleveland. He would have been great there. Oh yeah, um, to was, learn from LeBron, but he wasn't. He went to the Timberwolves. That was LeBron's fault, yeah. though. Oh yeah, because he wrote his letter with he all his players in. Wiggins was like, "Hey, what, what my name?" Oh my god! And he just getting drafted. He's like, oh man, I'm playing with LeBron. Like, get the phone. Meanwhile, read the Kyrie just did it. That's hysterical. Did you see that Kyrie wrote that big old uh, essay, and he left out some players? Yeah. Um, I think Torian Prince. Uh, What's my guy like the the center uh, Jared? Yeah, Jared and and somebody else. I was like, wow, I will feel away. 
I I thought that was overplayed. Everything Kyrie does is overplayed, but that's because he's dramatic. But hey, he the VP of uh what player relations or something like that. He took pals because uh, yeah, Chris Paul is the president. Yeah, he's the vice president. Look at him. Everybody gonna think the earth flat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I don't want to. I mean, I guess we could talk about it. I really don't care. Uh, Clippers they get Marcus Morris, Isaiah Thomas, who they cut. Um, <clears throat> Knicks get Mo Harkless, uh, Usof Sanan, whoever that is. Bless you. <laughs> and Clippers 2020 first round pick. Wizards get Jerome Robinson. The the with the Wizards. Did you say the Wizards? Yeah. Because they gave up. Isaiah Thomas. Is this is this protected? What the pick? Yes. That the Knicks got from the Wizards. No, they got it from the Clippers. No, no, no. The Clippers actually got picks left. Yeah. Oh, they they got a boatload of picks. Yeah, yeah, That's right. Yeah. They got their picks from um. No. No, Clippers got picks. Not they a, gave not their a boatload. They, they gave all their picks to um OKC. But they got picks. Uh. Yeah, Clippers 2020 first round pick, which will be at the bottom. Um, I really don't care about this trade. They got Marcus Morris. That's all that matter. Um, I think that uh, the mainstream media is over hyping. Mar- uh, Mar- is which one is he? Marcus. Marcus Morris. They both say. <laughs> Mama call him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> I just I like Marcus Morris. I think he's a uh, he's definitely an intimidator. He's a stand. He's a, a guy you can't you know BS. But you know like. Uh, mainstream media been has been overplaying him like he's an offensive juggernaut. Like, I, I wanted, yeah. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to stop. I want the chaos and madness to stop. Here's the best thing that this happened for the Clippers. The Lakers didn't get him. That's it. That's it. Lakers didn't get him. Lakers wanted him. Clippers got him. They win. And I think that the Lakers probably needed him more because I not trying to crush anybody's manhood or go after anybody. I just think that. The Lakers are a little bit softer than the Clippers. Oh, they are. You know, but then at the same time, I don't think Paul George is the toughest guy walking either. No, but he. he but he, we, but he's Pat Bev. when he ain't got to be the number one. But Pat Bev, which I actually think, you know, I said this years ago about Kevin Love, and I think I was right. Paul George would never win an NBA championship as a second option. He has Ooh. to be a third option. Ooh, boy, that's saying a lot. I'm I'm calling my shot right that's now. I'll come know. back. I'll come back on here and apologize if I have to. I don't know. Um, I I, I like Doc and how he's. Y- y- y'all didn't believe me about Kevin Love. He's in Minnesota putting up all them numbers. That's, that's true. And I was, no, I mean I I've watched this game too long. Yeah. Um, I will say yeah. I want him to be healthy, and right now he he's not even healthy. So what does it matter? Uh, let's talk about the big trade. Oh, oh God. It's a lot. All right, bear with me. So the Rockets got Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, and a 2024 Warriors second-round pick from the Hawks. The Timberwolves got Malik Beasley, Herman Gomez, uh, Hernan Gomez, Evan Turner. Uh, I ain't even going to say these other guys. Jared Vanderbilt. It's okay if you don't know him. I don't. Um, <laughs> and the first-round pick from the Nets via the Hawks. The Hawks got Clint Capella and Nene. Nene got cut or waived. Shabazz Napier. Uh, Who got Shabazz Napier? Nuggets. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't say that. The Nuggets got Shabazz <laughs> Napier, Noah Vonley, uh, Bates Diop, um, Jop, whatever. 
uh, Gerald Green and the Rockets' first round pick. I like this trade for everybody. Uh, I didn't quite understand what the Nuggets was doing giving up Malik Beasley. Um, he's good. He's really good. The only thing I can think of is they don't they can't pay him. I think I think it's two things. They can't pay him, and I think that they're trying to clear playing time up for um oh Porter. Porter. Yeah. Porter. And he needs it. And he needs it. He needs That's it. a bad man. Yes. Yeah. Future Hawk. Um Ag- agreed. Uh I know I really like this. Uh I know the Rock everybody says the Rockets, you gave up your big man. What are you doing? I don't think it's that bad. Now, is it gonna is it gonna limit your options in trying to win a championship? Absolutely. But I don't think it's that bad. I, I mean, they've been playing without Capella for a while now. Uh, I mean, I don't – look, this is the way I feel about the, the Houston Rockets. They can do whatever they want to. All they're going to do is get in the playoffs and lose probably in the second round and convert to Islam like everyone <laughs> else. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, but that, I, Look, I'm going to tell you no, – I agree with you. This is the thing. Until I see James Harden come to a camp or come to the opening of a season in some kind of real shape, Mm -hmm. he will never win an NBA title Mm -hmm. because what happens? He runs out of gas, and you can look at him and tell he's not in shape. I hear everybody talk about Joel Embiid not being in shape. He has a reason. What is James Harden's reason for not being in shape? Neither one of them got a reason, but yeah. I do, you know, no, he 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 built better than no. Actually, we probably built like the same. But I'm gonna quote my boy Stephen Jackson. He looked like he drank beers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I think it's weird. You know, the one thing about the Rockets, everybody talking about small ball. Look, small ball can win in this league. Yes, it can. And especially when you got some people on that team like a Robert Covington mm-hmm. and three and D. Um, um. I know he's getting a lot of hate, and I don't care what – I don't know why. Russell Westbrook, who – I'll take Russell Westbrook against more than half the centers in this league. I think more the only half. issue I can see is in the Western Conference, there are a lot of mobile big men. and Very skilled ones, too. Yeah, very skilled very ones. Very skilled ones. And we all know it doesn't matter what era we're in, the playoffs always slow down. Yeah. And when the playoffs slows down – that yeah, that's exactly. and that's always been an issue for Russ. Yes. When when you take the um when you slow the game down, yeah, put him in the half court. Put him in half court. Yeah. He can't perform at his optimal. Um, James Harden is probably already on the sideline with his hands on his knees. And um, the other guys are really good, but they're not the impactful guys that's going to win. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I Without this, James and I Russ, I thought this might have been a good time to move Eric Gordon, but they got plans for him. And he, he kind of got a weird contract. I don't even know why they paid him that much, but whatever. But I'm looking at this team, the teams in the Western Conference. They have skilled, skilled, like really skilled big men. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to give no, like, freebies out. I mean, at the top is Lakers, mm-hmm. Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, we could say Clippers, no. Like, really, really skilled big men. We could say no. Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow, the Thunder are six? Well, good grief. Yeah. What's uh, Houston, three? Um, Houston's five. Oh, because I would love to see a three and six matchup with those two teams, and I would pick the Thunder to win. That would be interesting. 
That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I don't know. Um, but I will say this. What I was going to say earlier is I think it's interesting that Russell Westbrook finally snapped out of whatever trying to figure out where he belonged on this team. And once he figured it out, he's taken off this last month. And James Harden has disappeared. And that's why – and yeah, like Kevin Durant said it best when I listened to him on – I forgot what podcast it was. Was it All the Smoke? I want to say it was. That's a good podcast. It is a great podcast. A really I listen podcast. to it every day, um, well, every episode. Yeah. When you, Like he said, the reason why James went to the bench was because James couldn't play with him and Russ. Yeah. It doesn't matter about them being best friends or not. Are their games – compatible and it isn't that's true you know i i don't i don't see how it's gonna like one is gonna be hot and the other one's not and it just depends on what they're doing because yeah. right now what westbrook did he went there saying this is james team i have to fit yeah. in and the way you fit in is being a three and d guy pretty much playing with james and that ain't that ain't and that and and it doesn't work yeah i will say this when they do lose as great as Daryl Morley is, he's getting fired. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He'll get another job like he right will. right after he gets fired. He will, but he's getting fired. He has to. The that, whole leadership up in there is gone. Because the owner pretty much laid down the gauntlet. Sure did. Because that's why you, you did something very drastic. Yeah. I mean, but like you said, they haven't played with Capella for a while, but that was that was drastic. Yeah. And and like I say, I don't, I don't really have an issue with it. I thought it was great for the Hawks because you got a big man that ain't gonna tear up your uh, cap. Nope. Even though people are complaining about his salary, for like what? what is I, it? Sixteen million? It's like fifteen. Man, if you even if it was seventeen, are you kidding me? Now, can we go out and sign two max players? No. Can we sign one? Yes. And to be it, honest, if Trey take another step forward, we only need one. And and hey, Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> they was cracking me up because they were saying in the All-Star game, they were saying Trey was trying to feed Giannis. <laughs> it's been an all kind of time with Giannis. <laughs> hey, man, teach me your Euro step. Trey know how to do the Euro step. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would love to see that. But when you when you look at it, uh, I think the Hawks, I love what they did because Capella in the East, he will be able to get – he should be able to average 18 points a game in the East. 18 and what, 12? 18 and 14. They still got John Collins. There. Depends on who. Well, okay, that's true. The, the only bad I see is like, I mean, Collins is stepping out each year, taking, you know, deeper shots. Yeah. But I, I do worry about spacing a little bit. But I think when you got someone like Trey Young, I think he'll figure it out offensively for them. But Absolutely. I, I definitely love the Trey. I, I'm, okay, I, I'll be realistic. I, I forgot about John Collins. I'm not even going to lie. That's so sad. Um, I would say he would get 11 and and 14. 11 that's rebounds, that's 14 bad. points. The biggest the biggest thing is can you give me a presence, a consistent presence just, in the paint? Just be a defensive. Uh, what we really need, just be Matombo. That's it. Just call out call call out the defenses. That's yeah. That's all I need. That's all. Um, yeah, but I, I thought that was a really good trade. Surprising because it was so many people. But it was a good trade. Great pickup for the Timberwolves and getting Malik Beasley. You ain't going to be able to pay him, but great yeah, pickup. Why? Why? They don't have Oh, a, maybe they can. Because, I mean, all they got to do is just move a couple of players around. And, yeah, they. they maybe they can. That may be their. Well, I hate using that term. Do you want to lock that team? Do you want to say, 
clamp down. This is my team. Well, you just said. Cat, D-Lo, and Malik Beasley. You just said it yourself. Who's going to Minnesota? And Col- Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, man. You know, the only brothers up there is, um, well, Prince ain't. Prince and Kevin Garnett gone. They're going to need Danny Ferry in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this last. Don't trade. let them talk about no. Uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. Gonna say it. <laughs> oh, let's talk about this last trade that to me don't make no sense. I'm already tell you I hate it. It's the uh, uh, the Pistons got Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a second round pick, and the Cavaliers got Andre Drummond. Can 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 you give me a good Stone Cold what? What? <laughs> what? Uh, the Pistons uh, overpriced Drummond, and they screwed themselves, and this is the best they can get. That's pretty much what happened. They overpriced Andre Drummond. Everybody said no, and this is what you got. Which, I don't. I disagree. What? Why? Why do you disagree? I think that the Pistons are blowing their team up. They were gonna blow it up anyway. Andre wasn't gonna stay there. Yeah, he wasn't going to re-up that contract. See what you can get. They didn't get nothing. They didn't get. But what they what they got is bodies. Because what I can see. I mean, John Henson. No, I mean, he he doesn't count. Like but what Alex I'm saying Lane. is. <laughs> stupid. But what I'm saying is <laughs> I can accurate. I can see. Um, what? I'm accurate. <laughs> I can see uh, my my uh, interracial love child being moved. Oh, oh Blake. Ooh, and those are pieces that can. What kind of team would take on a Blake contract? You know, a good place for Blake, honestly, Miami. Oh yes, they they can't get him though. Um, I don't think they got rid of all their. Wait, is Goran Dragic still there? Yeah, they can get Blake. Well, no, I think this is Goran's last year. Yeah, this is his. I mean, he's expiring deal. Look, when there's a will, there's a way. There, yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, he would be great. He would be great. Though. Blake Blake can fit there. I feel like Blake could end up in New, a New York Knicks. That's don't, New York Knicks mo. Come on now. Don't don't speak bad on Blake like that. <laughs> Blake can still play. Like the only reason, like he was just an All Star last year. I, I think absolutely Blake can still play. It's just the Pistons are dead right now. Yeah, and I, they do got to blow it up. But yeah. wow, this is what you got. You could have got way more had you not overpriced yourself. Mm, I. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. I, I don't know about that because if the whole league was um, devaluing what Andre Drummond does, what could you have gotten? Yes, but I think because they overpriced. I mean, when they were talking to Atlanta, they was talking, let me get a Cam Reddish and a first-round pick. No, nobody's giving you that. I think when he was uh, – That's feasible. I forgot the other team that was looking. Uh, Cam Reddish and a first-round pick for Andre Drummond. Cam Reddish and the Nets first-round pick? I'm not – I don't want to – For Andre Drummond. Listen. I ain't doing that. I would not do it because I, I – um, maybe uh, my maybe analytical side year. my analytical side is, is, is out the window because I'm a fan of Cam Reddish. I just believe this kid has so much potential. He's pissed me off a lot this year, though. Of but course. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only reason I wouldn't do it. Well, and two, Andre Drummond is probably going to be gone. You don't want to give up draft collateral or a young player for somebody who's going to leave. This is on black. This black hip hop man. You know he raps. Could have came down here and went to um um. Who Andre? Yeah, man, get out of here, bro. He actually sound pretty decent. No so lie. So Dame Lillard, and we don't want to see that again. 
Dame Lillard can rap. No, no, no. I know he can rap. I was sitting up here trying to think who's better. I think Dame is probably the best rapper in the NBA. Yeah. Have you heard Andre Drummond rap? I don't think so. No. He got a little video. I mean, Iman is pretty good. Who? Iman Shopper? Yeah. He's pretty good. Oh, he's really good. Bagley's pretty decent. Bagley's okay. Bagley's doing it for fun, though. Uh, I think he takes it pretty serious. Who told Lilla he could perform? I didn't see the performance. I missed you didn't it. See it? Mm-mm. Good. Um, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the All Star Game and Damian Lillard performed. He learned that rappers do more than rap. Like, what was he doing? Just standing there? Yeah, it was bad. He was doing the Jay Z. It was bad, and he was over the track, and it it it, it wasn't it wasn't good. And mm-hmm. I had to take up for him. Come like, yo, Lillard can really rap. Everybody like, but we don't want to hear him. And I'm like, ah. Oh. What a way to debut yourself as Dame Dollar. It wasn't good. And Lil Wayne came out, and it, it still didn't help the performance. It was bad. I think because people are over Lil Wayne. I think they are, too. <laughs> He's old now. How old is Lil Wayne? He needs to take Lil off. Just call himself Wayne. I'd be fine if he just cut his dreads. He, oh, God, I don't think I ever want to see him ball. Oh, uh, yeah, that, too. Uh, All-Star game. Let's go to that really quick, man. Uh, did you like the changes? Loved them. Um, do you think the changes will stay? I hope so. Uh, I think they'll stay up until a player gets hurt. I got nervous. Uh, I don't know if you remember this play because it was nobody's talking about it. But Ben Simmons came down, dunked the ball. He kind of slipped. Yes, and his feet went up in the air, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh no!" He almost got hurt a couple times. Um, it was another play where he. Um, his legs went up under him, I think. Was that Ben Simmons? Uh, I don't know. Um, I just remember that one play when his legs went up in there and he just kind of laid there for a second, like breathing a sigh of relief. Yep. And I, I I, got nervous. As much as I critiqued Ben Simmons, I was like, whoa, that was going to be a blow to Philly. And that's all it's going to take is one of those. And they're going to be like, man, we're going to scrap out all this. We're going to go back to layups and, and free defense. I, I think it was, I, I think they'll stay for a while, though. I, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it, it was, was um, I just thought it was fun. It was. It was. It was. And it was competitive. And um, it was it was funny seeing all of LeBron's team arguing. Like, oh, these are the arguers of the NBA. Like the people that argue with the refs. LeBron, Chris Paul. Westbrook. James oh, James Harden was on Yeah, team? James Harden. I think the only person who won the argument was Anthony Davis. And he was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. He just looks stupid. I know he's not stupid. Well, you know, I, I told you, I, I I had fell asleep. I I dreamt he won um, oh, MVP. Nah. Nah, that, that goes to the claw. Bro, I re- I'm telling you, man, I heard him thank God. <laughs> you <were laughs> the, the city of Chicago. <laughs> you must have took some melatonin. <laughs> he was knocked out. I was gone. Man, Harvey Weinstein got in your drink. Oh! <laughs> it was sleep, sleep. I kept my butthole tight. <laughs> um, I don't have much to say. I thought I would have a lot to say about the All-Star game. But it was te- it was entertaining. It was good. Um, wow. To see Trey Young as a starter, I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, and I haven't seen it in a long time where I cared. Because, I mean, I didn't even know – I didn't even real remember Joe Johnson was a starter. Yeah. It, I, when I saw the stat, I was like, whoa. Yeah, he was. He was. He really was. Um, 
But I say all that to say that was really dope. Oh, uh, well, where was Ray Allen? Before I be disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, he no, may have been in Seattle. Right. He well, no, been wait, in Seattle. wait. Then he, he then probably was injured. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably, probably. Um, the dunk contest. Uh, poor Aaron Gordon. I, I feel bad for him, man. Do I think he won this one? Yeah, but th- them was the rules. Things happen happen in that city, man. Th- them was the rules, man. Nineteen eighty eight. Talk to talk to uh, Dominique. It happens. Um, I feel bad for you, bro. I feel bad. I wouldn't even do it again. Was, did you hear what Common said? Mm-mm. Common said the score was supposed to be a tie, but someone didn't vote r- properly. And I'm like, why are y'all conferring to vote on a dunk? Just this is a problem. I think they really wanted it. They to wanted be a, tie. a dunk off. I, I think they wanted a tie period and to end it. Um. Which I agree too. It's like, man, you go in there with like four or five dunks. You don't go in there with a bunch of them, like. Right. But for him to pull out Taco and just be like, "Yeah, all right, I'll try this." Taco's tall. That man. is nuts. And, and he had on them um, Riddler Beetlejuice pants, looking like Robin Thicke <laughs> with Miley Cyrus. And Taco is an ugly, <laughs> ugly dude. He looked like that Scream uh, <laughs> um, painting. If y'all look, y'all go Google the Scream painting. <laughs> you know. I'll put it as the avi of this podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> Taco looks like that. Anyway, man, let's move on. I want to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl's over. Mm-hmm. A lot of Falcons fans feel redeemed because Kyle Shanahan allegedly blew it. I don't think he blew it. Um, well, Stephen A. Smith said he did, so it's true. Um, I do agree that he he had some opportunities to run and he didn't. He had some opportunities to get Kerry Kittles the rock and he didn't. But uh, that play where Emmanuel Sanders was basically in the end zone and Jimmy G just overthrew him by eh, almost five yards, uh, Shanahan called the right play. That's beside the point. Mm-hmm. My thing is for Falcons fans, can we talk about, and, th- and this for our man up segment, what do men do to get over an issue you have with someone else? Because I think it's time for Falcon fan to move on. You can't be mad at Kyle Shanahan anymore. That's over and done. So what do men do Ooh. to get over something? You mean like in, in, in that – is that an example or just in a general That's sense? That's just an example. I think we need to give some uh, ideas for Falcons fans to, like, get over it. You can't hold on to this. So, like, what do men do to get over it when you got an issue? I mean, I know I know. the main thing is, especially when you were young, you just fought. Even if y'all were best friends, you just fought, and then y'all. y'all well, of y'all, course, yeah. Y'all was cool afterwards. Yeah, I mean that's the main one I know. But I mean, I think in the in the adult world, just um, I think to get over issues or beef or whatever is just a. I think you have to converse as men. Yeah. Um, I mean, nobody's perfect. You know what I'm saying? We all. Do and say things I probably want to discuss or, or you know, be like, no, I'm not discussing right now or whatever. But, you know, in due time, you know, especially if you, if it's a friend or a family member or whatever, if it's true love there, you know, then that love should bring people together and you should converse. Absolutely. Um, I always say that, you know, when men drop their egos and put yep. them to leave them at the door mm-hmm. and they leave their entitlement at the door, then you you can really have some conversation. Yes. And I, I, I think that's time for Atlanta. It's time for Atlanta to 
accept that you were not entitled to that Super Bowl win. Ooh. Uh, uh. See, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I look at it differently. I think the biggest issue with 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 the fans is lack of knowledge because of oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they we are programmed to follow what mainstream media says. Yes. And right now the uh Stephen A. Smith and, and I and I do like I like Max Kellerman. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But Steve but first take and undisputed and um couple other shows there's like albatrosses around our necks they're they're telling us what to do how to feel or whatever yep and every time look i would take getting to a super bowl than not even making it like if you want to go back to when rankin smith owned yeah. the team yeah you know what I'm like that's that's the way i'm looking at it you want to go back to those times and and um, I love that you said that because I tell Falcons fans all the time: Are you ready to go back to Joey Harrington, or or when Jeff George was I one of the guy? He was our quarterback. Yeah, or 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 back when Jeff George was arguably one of the best quarterbacks they had ever put on that jersey. Or you want to go back to June Jones coaching, or, or you want to go Byron Leftwich uh, quarterback for us? He did. So <laughs> do you want to go back to that? It's not easy to do what Atlanta did. You should be thankful for that year. Yes, it didn't end like it was supposed to. Um, You also go back and watch that game. A lot of stuff happened that it was like inches. Yeah. I mean, Robert Alford nearly ended that game. That I mean, Robert Alford nearly ended it. Rico Allen nearly ended it. (laughs) Uh, Who else was around that ball when Edelman caught? Um, Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal. I mean, that was over. The game was over had that ball just fell like half an inch to the ground. I'm going to say this for a lot of Falcons fans. You can get mad at me, too. Matt Ryan took him farther than Michael Vick did. Oh, boy. Oh, hey. You finna, they finna come for this podcast now. And I love both quarterbacks. I'm sorry. I do. But Matt Ryan is, is the greatest Atlanta Falcon to ever walk this earth. I don't know if that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. whatever it is, whatever that means for Atlanta, he is the absolute best. Can, can I ask you a question? Why do, why do so many people feel like, and you can apply this to life too, why do so many people feel like I can't like Matt Ryan and Michael Vick? Why do people feel like I got to pick one of the two? And we do this in life, too. It's like you can't like one thing and not like that. You have to hate the other. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't like uh, um, Steph Curry and or show respect to Curry and LeBron. You know what I'm saying? It don't make sense. Well, I I know in the case of Mike Vick and um, and Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is is always overshadowed because he's white. Whoever would have thought that being white, (laughs) whoever would have thought being white would be a a, a burden. (laughs) In Georgia at that. And that's number one. And number two is uh, because we're not a mainstream media market in Atlanta as far as sports is concerned. Yeah. Those are the two things that hurt uh, Matt Ryan because if Matt Ryan was, if he was in San Diego, they would be saying he's a great – oh, he's right up there with Tom Brady or, you know, anywhere else. Not tell, San Diego, I but – I always tell people Matt Ryan's career is very identical to Phillip Rivers. The difference is Matt Ryan has been better. 
And Phillip Rivers is. And that's all- tough for me to say because I love Phillip Rivers. He's I, a I great. Yeah, I can't wait to watch see where he's gonna go. Tampa. I don't want to see where he's gonna go. <laughs> I can't think anywhere else for him. Can you imagine Byron Leftwich coaching Phillip Rivers? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the only thing it is, man. People need to get out their feelings over Matt Ryan. He's the best thing that's happened to this organization. But I thought you said something good. Just in life in general, people should get their knowledge up, understand, and be humble that you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to be humble and say, man, I don't know. And because I don't know, let me not be so overly opinionated. Right. Um, I always said um, I saw something someone say that sometimes when people – disappear out your life or they take a leave of absence sometimes you don't know what's going on just allow them that space Mm -hmm. similar thing here man sometimes you just don't know everything yeah you just don't know it's like i had to i had a guy a couple of guys was telling me matt ryan sucks he's always getting sacked and he he does this he does that and i I said well let's look at his offensive numbers we looked at him you don't think they, they, they they decent for a down year they they straight they straight i said okay well let me show you this and I looked at, we looked at the top quarterbacks, you know, who was sacked this year. Mm-hmm. And, and he was tied for either first or second. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But the top three. I think, I think first is actually probably uh, Russell Murray. I think it was Kyler Murray. And then Russell Westbrook and Matt Ryan was tied. Russell Wilson. Yeah. You know, Russell Wilson and, um, and Matt Ryan yeah, was Matt tied Ryan. for okay. second. They were yeah. tied for second. Okay. And then the third place person, I think, was um Baltimore kid, I think. Oh, Lamar. But. And I said, you see all these quarterbacks are mobile quarterbacks, right? Except mm-hmm. for Matt Ryan. Yep. I said, he put up these numbers under duress. Mm-hmm. His offensive line is trash. Yeah. And I'm like, how can you not see that? I want to. If that was my, and one of, if that was Michael Vick. He would have got Oh, my too. God. <laughs> Do you see the three mobile quarterbacks? <laughs> he would have got eight up, too. Them dudes is way faster today than they was in Vic Day. My good, I mean, Miles Garrett is a freak of nature. <laughs> that likes to call people racist. Anyway, man, I, how you feel about that? I think Miles Garrett is a joke. Really? Yep. I think it's weird to take the stance that he's taken in the past when it comes to some racist terms, and we were, we were like, oh, you know, he was like, it's okay if a white person says niggas. You know, why we need, why we giving it so much power? And now all of a sudden, you was willing to give up uh, so many thousands and millions of dollars just because uh, allegedly one happened. I just don't believe it happened. Mm. I, would, I would like to see him be uh, accountable and just say, "Man, I can't let them get under my skin like that." And that's it. I'm not saying he lying. Let me not say that because I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, and let me not say that uh, What's the old boy's name? Rudolph Rudolph Let me not say that Rudolph was innocent Because he wasn't No he was not He was not Whether I, he said nigger or not Yeah I don't care either All I know is Miles Garrett Gotta be better than this Because you got a You got a bigger career projection Than Rudolph did So I feel you But I did have a I've been thinking about this all day actually uh-huh. Well actually two days Okay, he's suspended for six games, basically. They already reinstated him after hearing what he had to say anyway. Yes. And he pretty much is strong in his conviction that he that this man called him a nigga on the way down. Yes. He's back in the game. Yep. Everything's good. Yep. 
Why continue? I agree. I agree. I didn't understand why he doubled down, which made me feel like, oh, did it really happen? But it's like, it, it's like, it's like speeding down the street with nowhere to go. It's like you said it, but what was the purpose? Because you back in the league, like you want to defame Rudolph? Who is he? He ain't gonna be no starter in this league. But that's the thing. Maybe I'm not look. Maybe Rudolph said weirdo on the way down, and it sounded like Negro. I don't know. But, but okay, let me compare it to this. Remember Russell Westbrook uh, uh-huh. last year in Utah? Right. He had an agenda. He was very serious about we need to do something about these fans. Right. He had a whole theme to why he had an issue with that guy. With Miles Garrett, what is he really talking about outside of this is why it happened? Who cares why it happened at this point? Move on. Yeah, I think it, I, I I do think it's one of those situations where it should be over and done because you unless you unless you got a point to make, right? So it, it kind of makes me think it is a possibility that it was said or he thought he heard it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that he just outright didn't hear it. Right, but you're also the person that said that we need black people need to look at the word differently and we shouldn't be so triggered by it. So which one is it? Uchiwali or is it one Mike? Nas? <laughs> <laughs> it's a I feel question. You. I feel you. It's a good question, though. I don't know why he keeps talking about it, but um, he's going to have a good season. Wish he was on the Falcon. Because we ain't got no pass rusher. Uh, yeah. I, I do want to say I'm very happy that Vic Beasley is gone. And, yes, he deserves to die. I hope he burns head. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Shout out to Sam Jackson. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, this was an amazing <laughs> podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, brother. Always, um, always. Um, as you know, you guys can find Marlon. Uh, give him your social media. Um, every, uh, let's see. Instagram is, you know, I don't even know it off the top of my head. Instagram is Marlon Copeland. And Twitter is. That's how you know you're old. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you <laughs> <laughs> but you can find me on uh, another round of absolute. Um, there you go, amazing podcast, really dope. Uh, the last episode features uh, up and coming rapper Chosen. Yep. Chosen one. Um, follow them at a r o underscore absolute on Instagram and I think on Twitter the same thing, right? Yep. All right, so follow them. Do that for me. Just go ahead and pause the podcast. We getting ready in. Go ahead and go to Instagram. Go to a r o underscore absolute. Just click follow. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, amazing podcast. Y'all keep doing your thing. Um, you can follow me at the number four HFA underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thank you for all the followers and all the inter- interactive people that's been interacting with me. Truly appreciate it, man. Keep that interaction going, man. The next podcast, um, I'm going to try to be more consistent. My bad, but I'm broke and I got a janky, a janky laptop. I'm trying to trying to get through it man this is a traumatizing experience putting out this podcast sometimes <laughs> with this laptop but hey man again follow me at the number four hfa underscore podcast follow aro underscore absolute that's all you gotta do for your homework assignment that's it <laughs> don't let me send rudolph to your house man call y'all hmm. kind of niggas weirdo <laughs> all right man that's it man we'll catch y'all on the next one